The fetish ball didn't happen every year. That would make it too common and too easy to put off. No, the organizers of it didn't want people to be able to say, Oh, I'll go next year. They wanted it to be an event. If someone missed it, they wanted them to feel bad about that. It was always held at the local BDSM club, and they went all out. There was music, food, drinks, live demos, and plenty of space for people to dance and play. The usually strict rules about what could happen at the club were relaxed for a night, and it was one of those events where anything could and usually did happen. There was a theme as well, and this year the theme was superheroes. That made Candy even more excited to go than she had been before. The last fetish ball had been three years before, and she hadn't been old enough to go. One of her friend's older brothers had gone, though, and he had regaled them with stories about it. Now that she was 21, there was nothing that was going to keep her from being part of it herself. She even knew what she was going to wear. Her favorite superhero was Crimson Carla, a sword-wielding badass of a woman who often hunted down criminals wearing not much in the way of clothing. Candy had been reading about her for years, and she had put together a cosplay that she thought perfectly captured the original character and the fetish aspect of the ball. It had taken a few weeks to get everything that she needed and put it all together, but she had finally done it, and just in time for the ball. On the designated night, Candy was beyond excited. She donned the scarlet wig that fell nearly to her waist, and then worked herself into the rest of the outfit. She had on a sheer black bodysuit that was sleeveless, and over that she had on leather, high-waisted bikini bottoms, and a leather top that was more than just straps crossing over her stomach and breasts before wrapping around her neck. It covered the important bits, and she had a coat to wear until she got to the club. She wore elbow-length fingerless leather gloves that had cuffs built into them, and inches of chain hanging down. Candy smirked when she thought about what someone could do with that. Black and white striped thigh highs and red platform shoes finished off the look, and she grinned at her reflection before donning her coat and heading out to her car. When Candy arrived at the club, she flashed her ID and then checked her coat before stepping into the main area of the club. It was already packed with people who were all dressed up and dancing or kissing or grinding. There was even one couple already making use of one of the dark corners of the dance floor. The entire place seemed charged with this electric energy, and Candy couldn't wait to be part of it. She dove straight into the fray, letting her body move to the beat of the music that was thumping from the overhead speakers. She hoped that tonight would end with more than just dancing. But she had to start somewhere. It didn't take long for people to start noticing her. With the bright red wig and revealing clothes, she was easy to spot. Several men took their turns dancing with her, their fingers hot on her hips through the thin material of the bodysuit. Most of the women were just as scantily clad as she was, 
and some of the men were as well. A moan off to the side of her caught her attention, and she looked over to see a nearly naked woman on her knees, her mouth getting pounded into by a man's cock. He had a grip on her hair, and he looked like he was having a very good time. Someone tapped her on the shoulder, and she turned to see a man who was dressed like a warrior from some series she couldn't remember the name of. He was wearing furs and leather breeches, and there was even a fake sword strapped to his waist. He grinned at her, leaning close to be heard over the music. Great outfit. Thanks, Candy replied. Do you know who I am? Crimson Carla, he said back. I love it. So is it true that you'll sleep with anyone who can defeat you in combat? 